Hello and welcome to episode 149 of Checkpoint Chat. My name is Alessandro Bobosa. I'm joined as always by Matthew Figuera. Oh, you gave me a mild heart attack there. Because <laughs> uh, I went all because, soft. Because, no, well, for those who don't know, we always have a, this little five, ten second silence uh, before Alessandro kicks off the show. Except that, uh, I knew he was going to kick it off, but it's just very energetic <laughs> this morning. Did you get a good night's rest? I did, actually. I went to bed like earlier than usual um, and then didn't right. get up for a run. So I feel like <laughs> I actually slept. Yes. You got a good, good 10 hours of sleep. Nine ten hours. Yeah, you know, it which late. is which is real rare for me. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. You went for a thirteen k run, so you are ready for a I second did. morning nap. I'm fresh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel fresh now, but it's always in the afternoon where it catches up. You're like, oh, mm. why? <laughs> and I went to bed late because playing, playing some stuff. You know, Friday evening shenanigans always a good time. That's always the hard thing. It's um, like you get to Friday. And you want to stay up and play stuff, but then it's like the whole week has hit you. So then, I don't know, I often on Friday nights, I, I like want to push through and play something, but then I feel so tired. And then if I push through and end up trying to play something, then I just get frustrated because I'm tired. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, I get that. It's, and it's funny how, as we both get older, <laughs> it starts to become more apparent that we are older because... I don't know, it's very often... Look, there are often still weekends where I stay up late playing games. Um, but it does happen sometimes where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to play till 1, 2 in the morning and then come like 10 p.m. I can't keep my eyes open. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, I just can't do this. And now I'll like climb into bed and I'm like, oh, I'm awake again. How did this happen? I mean, you still you still do a lot more when you do your your streams on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Um yes. Then you you usually up to like one two, and I do not know yeah, how but, you do it. But I, I end up sleeping in the next. Well, I, I just need seven hours. It's, sleeping in. I will six to seven. <laughs> I do. I, this remote work thing has has just shaved off travel time, which means more sleep time. Yeah, that is, is very just, true. Rolling out of bed straight into great. your desk time. Yeah. I I roll into my meetings in my pajamas. It's shh, don't tell my don't tell my boss. I, I'm pretty uh, we sure never, they we do never put too. our cameras on, anyways. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So then you find. I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you're dressed as. If you're there, you're there, and if you're ready, well, to I'm work, not. I'm you're not, I'm not client facing, so it doesn't matter. Really. God, if you're client facing, do you have to like suit up? Do you have to be presentable on your camera? Well, I think. Um, look, I think in in post COVID, it it must be quite difficult being like an account manager or you know, a client-facing person because you don't get those face-to-face meetings anymore. So it's, I suppose, a lot harder to build up relationships Mm -hmm. or more Mm -hmm. personable relationships. So I think in those instances, like if you're meeting someone for the first time, it's polite to have your camera on, on Teams, whatever. So yeah, you, I mean, you, Whatever you wear in your bottom half is up to you, but I think top half you've got to look presentable at least. <laughs> you wear in your bottom half. You can't, <laughs> you can't like lie in bed like sup. Uh, I'm here to offer you some. You're, you you some turn on the camera and you're services. just eating like scrambled eggs. You just chowing down <laughs> a smoothie. Yeah, have your cat on your shoulder. Well, 
Oh my god! Every now you see yeah, that, you can be clever. That's a conversation starter. Exactly, exactly. You like everyone knows everyone's working from home, so there's certain things that like I find endearing. Like every now and then, someone on a meeting would be like, "Sorry, my dog is barking." I'm like, "That's fine, man. Dogs are." Oh, cool. you have a dog? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like no one cares about what that kind shit. of dog is it? So yeah, I mean, you know, there are still, I think, instances where. Some people expect the like decorum to be the same as the office, but like we've got to all admit that these are strange times, and yeah, for sure, embracing that is a lot more fun and more natural than like trying to pretend that no one's working from home because that's just stupid. So, yeah, yeah, and also we don't know how long this is gonna Fuck, last. Who knows? Still, who because, knows? Because even vaccines aside, there's these you know variants, busy the um, Delta strain. Having a having a YOLO in other countries that have been vaccinated, it's like okay. Yeah, Australia and UK having a fucking great time <laughs> uh, with this new virus. It's yeah. So by the time we nice. get vaccinated, who knows? We'll probably Hooray. need another. I mean, the the general consensus is that we'll need to get vaccines every year anyway, uh, like sort of like your flu shot. So mm. that's just our life now. Well, I'm grateful because I know we we still always ways out to getting our vaccines but my company told us yesterday that we will be given a sick day for you know when it does come around to us getting our vaccine which i don't think many companies will do i haven't heard I of many of, companies do that no mm, so because i mean obviously my company's is <laughs> actually funny because you know i think in mid-july over 50 year olds you know they they'll be eligible to go get vaccinated and our uh, ops managers like, yep, over fifties. Uh, no one in this company's over fifty. <laughs> <laughs> and then after, it's like, oh, there's one dude who turned fifty like a month ago. Oh, <laughs> like, then he's he's so old. <laughs> I told I, I told Jeff he's you know he's just on the cusp. Oh my god, he's 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 right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm oh glad because it means my parents can go get vaccinated. So that's that's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, awesome. it's coming, and I'm glad folks like teachers have got it. Um, mm. So, uh, God's yeah, God's wife, yeah, Abigail, Abigail got it. Yeah, it's very tough to see that. Very, yeah, yeah very glad because I mean, you know, those are the people who, you know, their job forces them to interact with like thirty children or whatever per day, or who all come from thirty houses. So your risk is like exponentially <sighs> and kids are higher. Monkeys. Yeah, let's let's be honest. Exactly, kids. <laughs> I mean, kids might have an idea of how serious this is, but they're still kids. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really glad that that's happened because, you know, healthcare workers obviously need it, but teachers, I think, were, like, next in line that really... They're definitely next it. in line, yeah. yeah. I saw something Joe, about that's... the police complaining that they didn't have it. I'm like, okay, cool. It's, it's weird, though, because... So I, I'm part of, obviously, my network group here where I live now, and I'm still on my old Kensington network group because mm -hmm. I used to live there. And I just, I've just never left. I like to see what's going on in that hood. And <laughs> interestingly, like, I'd say in the last month, our local police station here has had to close because of COVID cases. Really? And then, and then just this week in Kensington, one of the police stations also had to close because they've had, like, COVID cases. So it's like, I... I I kind of, I mean, just from those anecdotes, like I get why the police maybe are like, hey, where's ours? But I kind of also get that, you know, they are not nearly as They don't interact as with as and, many people. No. Yeah. And, and in, so I'm like, what are you, what are you doing that you're yeah, exactly. getting these outbreaks? Uh, yeah, I don't know. 
Maybe know. just negligence. Who knows? I'm also I, I also stuck on my old uh, like the community <laughs> groups on WhatsApp for my old area. The the best one is yeah. the the fiber. Like we had like a fiber group, and just seeing it's almost every day now. It's like fibers down, fibers down, fiber, and like I do not miss living there at all because I no, my, never have fiber issues anymore. My my most annoying thing is so we've got a couple of network groups here. Um, and it's funny because WhatsApp's got limit rights on how many people can be in a group. Mm-hmm. So like I'm on a network group and Lenska's on another one. So we often get little stories from each group. Like I can't believe Barbara in this group said this. Like what happened in your group to like, oh no, like Frank said this. Oh, I can't <laughs> believe it. But without fail on both groups, whenever there's load shedding, there's always one person's like, are we being load shed today? <laughs> What time? Like, for goodness. Yeah, I, I don't get it. It's like there's apps, there's resources to get this. It's like you're just lazy. You're using this group as, as Google. Pa- uh, yeah, power cut. Someone's like, are we being load shit? I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah, no. And, it, and without, without fail, some random person will send a screenshot like, yes, yes, we are. I love the Back passive aggressiveness PM, sometimes. Yes. It's so good. It's just like, and I mean, Community groups like that are like casual passive aggressiveness and then casual racism constantly. Uh, I I must say there's there's like very subtle in our in our group, but not not nearly as bad as some groups I've seen. Yo, some uh, groups like, are bad. Yeah, it's like hello. <laughs> Why do you think this is okay? Yeah, we we <laughs> what, used what to have this, this lady in the old old WhatsApp group who was very outspoken in like like every time she saw a black guy walking on the street like please go investigate please go it's like it's real blatant what you're doing like our our pet yeah our pet peeve though is when there's someone like i've got a my domestic is looking for work they're the hard working uh and trustworthy (laughs) yeah like like, do you do you put trustworthy on your cv matty yeah, when I remember the last time I was interviewed, like, cool, you can write, but are you trustworthy? Yeah, will you steal from the company? <laughs> I was sake. like, listen, I, I'll try my best. <laughs> my God. Yeah, you, you know, I can't promise anything. On Wednesdays, I just get this urge to like Those really teaspoons thieve. in the drawer, you better, better keep counting those. People bring lunch that those. day. They are not eating it because I am. Listen, that does happen in offices though. So maybe we should start putting... <laughs> believe that like how, how like it just like blows my mind like there's only a certain number of people in an office so what makes you think you can get away with stealing someone else's lunch firstly why like it's not your lunch like just don't do it i, th- and, I think if an office is big enough like you get a hundred percent get away with it because like so like our office has a hundred people i mean obviously no one's really going to the office now but at, at peak time I 100% believe someone could just help themselves to something in the fridge and no one would know unless you were that person going like, hey, what are you doing with my food? I just <laughs> I just don't get it. Like, like, did you grow up stealing food from kids in the playground? Like, is this just an urge that you haven't uh, like forced out your I don't system? Know. I don't get it. Yeah, you were, you were that bully on the playground. <laughs> I mean, when, when, <laughs> I, when I worked money. in an office where we had like a communal fridge, if I saw something in there that had been there for a while and I wanted it, I'd ask. I wouldn't just take it. And more often than not, someone would be like, oh yeah, I'm not really going to have that. Just have it. And I'm like, sick. Sweet. Take it. 
I mean, I, yeah, I did I did once. Like, I used to buy energy drinks, and uh, every now and then there used to be, like, specials, so I'd, like, keep some in the office because I'd have them in the office. And then one day I came yeah. in on a day off because I needed to pick up something, and I saw some dude drinking the energy drink, and he's like, oh, I knew you weren't coming huh. in today, so I was just I just had it. I was like, what the fuck? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Does it? Does it not going to come in and have it? <laughs> oh so my god, much. I can't. I can't do. Uh, this checkpoint chat talk about video games and stealing each other's lunch. Nice. We like stealing food. Well, it's a good time. I mean, speak for yourself. I mean, this is a fifty percent thieving podcast. Clearly, can't can't confirm. This is why your cats always ask for lunch. food because you steal their lunch. I always <laughs> I steal their food. <laughs> steal their tuna. Lupin walks in. I'm head head neck deep in his bowl, and I turn around and go, "Oh, I thought you weren't going to come home this <laughs> afternoon." <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, it's been a busy week, um, but there's been some some games that have come out, especially some stuff last night. Uh, we got to tee off in uh, our time, yeah. Super Mario, what's it? Hold on, Mario Golf Super Rush, is it that? Is it? I I hmm. just call it Mario Golf. <laughs> Let, let's see. I think it's. I think. But it's yes, Mario we. Golf Super. So I mean, you're listening to this on Monday or sometime this week. The game launched last Friday, and yeah, we were both fortunate enough to get copies a piece, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we can mm-hmm. we can we can settle our disputes on the fairway like adults. Okay. On the green. And on on the fairway and the green, you know those those difficult parts. And let me tell you, I played. Probably a good three, four hours yesterday already, and I'm having a, a pretty swell time. Game's with good. This game. game is good. Um, yeah, I think, well, I don't know about you, but I only played the online games that I played with you and friend of the show, yeah. Keegan. Um, and we, we played just like normal golf. No, mm. well, well, you put on normal the special golf with, shots, yeah. With, with special shots, yeah. But we, we didn't play any of the, you know, speed exclusive goal. speed modes mm. or battle modes. or. I, I did um, see you mentioning um, earlier in the day you were playing with uh, Frank, friend of the show too. Um, mm-hmm. And the one thing that caught my eye was like, you don't need to wait for other people to take their shots. Like you just play. Yeah. And I didn't really understand how that worked until I played it, and it's really nice. So, essentially, mm. everyone plays the hole at the same time, um, and you can interfere with each other, which is quite an interesting aspect. Um, yeah. But you don't have to, like, take your shot and then wait for someone to take their shot. And then, you know, it's not it's mm. not like Mario Party where everyone's taking their turns sequentially. You just play, and once you've sunk the ball then you wait for everyone to do the same and then you know you mm. go to the next so it's actually quite a like brisk pace to it and i i very mean much we like it we we finished two courses yesterday yeah like catching holes back to back in what like under an hour yeah i'd say maybe an hour yeah um because it is like you're all playing at the same time and it's it's quite cool because you you kind of all tear for the same time you see where everyone's balls land mm. Um, and then you know, eventually, if if you either you you finish the hole first, you can watch other people you know finish up, or you don't finish the hole and you get to feel all the eyes on yeah. you as you make that that long distance putt. Oh man, I <laughs> let me tell you, I started off the night not knowing how to putt because I was really really bad at it, and by the end of it, I was I was thinking these long putts which felt 
so mm. good. When you sink a long putt, you're just like, mm. let, let me just tell you, just on that, the the sounds out of golf in general, just golf games, it's pure ASMR. There's nothing more satisfying than, you know, the, the sound of a drive, oh, yeah. a driver hitting the ball, or like the putter, you know, putting the ball and then hearing that ball sink in. Let me tell you, the worst, it, yeah. the worst sound is the rustling of the leaves <laughs> when you touch a tree and your ball just drops to the ground. It is, it is so funny. L- Lenska was busy like doing stuff next to me and I've, I'm playing with headphones. We're not chatting or anything. Mm-hmm. And every now and then I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a goddamn tree. Because <laughs> uh, by, by that point, so I'd, I'd, played, um, I'd played like an hour or two more than you and Keegan had because um, like, I started playing straight after work. Mm-hmm. And like I'd obviously got got comfortable with the the bare bones basics of the game, you know, but well basics of the game, and then I started trying to get fancy because you know there is there is depth in terms of how you can add spin to each shot, you know, the distance you choose, that sort of thing. Mm. So I mean, and the one tutorials like with some shots you do, you can like curve the ball at the beginning of your shots and the end of your shots. So for for example, you could curve your ball like to the left around the tree and then back right after it's gone past the tree like if you're really good because i don't know how to do that i think it deter- but like, you need like certain segments on your power bar for that or yeah, something. yeah yes but I, I was trying to be fancy with whoever i was playing as i'm like i'm gonna curve around this tree and i just ended up hitting my ball into the tree <laughs> like nine out of ten <laughs> at least you never did you ever sink it in the pond uh, uh the the last hole we played in one one course i, I watched my ball like just make it onto the fairway because there's like this huge body of water on the right um so it's like a high risk curry water mm. like you can maybe make it over be closer to the hole you know play it safe and just landed but obviously all of us like uh-oh, we we're all going far here and i watched my ball like just make it on and i watched keegan's like as my ball's flying like just hit the side of the way and then bounce back into the water God, I, was like, I wasn't even I close i think pain. mine landed in the middle of the pond so i <laughs> completely misjudged that entire thing so uh I think next time we all need to be on Discord or something because yeah. there were some moments I was just like, I was like, wow, that is a really good shot. So I was like, oh, I wish I could tell you how bad I feel for you. Yeah, <laughs> there was some where you just like miss the hole by like millimeters and it like, like, oh, like rims the hole. You're like, no. Yeah, or, or some like chip-ins <laughs> where you hit the pole and it just bounces away and you're like, fuck. I, I had that one hole. I, with, it was like a par three and my first shots are like bounce and whack the poles. Like, oh, damn this game. <laughs> but it's good. Yeah, it's like, the, the, I mean, it's, it's good fun. If, you, if you've ever played a, an arcade golf game, it, it's kind of like, I, I feel like it's a bit more advanced than some arcade, arcade golf games that I've played. Like you have to, you have to take into consideration where the ball will bounce and how the surface will carry it. Like carrying mm. as in, how the ball will roll like after it bounces, ball, yeah. how the wind will affect your shot. Um, and then you can do things like adding topspin or backspin to your shots. And like you said, curving mm. the ball, which, wow, I didn't realize that even just one arrow of curve, like really it's, fucking curves that ball. Um, yeah, try, try adding three arrows. My goodness, yeah. <laughs> then, then, you, then you're playing Mario Golf uh, Wanted Edition. You're just bending the balls yeah. like bullets. <laughs> um, so yeah, I... I I think it's very familiar. Like I read through the tutorials and I was like, okay, cool. This is the power meter. And um, I didn't realize that you don't need to press that bar the second time. Once you've set your power, when it rises again, that's just for you to set your spin. You don't actually have to press it a second time. It just stops where your power 
stops. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I did not know that. Yeah, I figured okay. that out about halfway through our playtime last night. Oh my god. Every time I was like, shit, I'm I'm perfect at this game. Yeah. I'm just every time. So I, I at first I was like, okay, maybe you have to hit it to be more accurate. But then mm. as an experiment, I left it and it would be like, nice shot. And I'd be like, okay, well, clearly I don't need to I press anything. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah, so it's it's very fun. I think the um I think some character special shots are are more bullshit than others. So like there are some so like special shots are when you know as you play you build up like a sort of stamina meter, um and when that's full you can do your character special shots and they, a lot of characters share the same like attributes to them so I think Mario's knocks other balls out of the way, um mm. something like that but I think the most bullshit one is <laughs> Luigi's where it freezes the ground where it lands. And let me tell you, when you're playing that shot and you're seeing your ball in the air rising and the next thing the ground below you freezes, you're like, fuck my life. Because it just hits so, the ground and bounces. and you like, It bounces. So it's, it's interesting because I, I think, so we said like in this mode, we're all playing at the same time, right? Mm. So it's kind of hard to gauge what the other player is going to do because you're all just hitting the ball at the same time. Whereas if you're playing turn by turn, you would know, oh shit, like... Luigi has frozen that patch of exactly. the fairway. Yeah. Like, let me play around there. But it, it happens. McKeegan did it to me first time where I, I was, I'd lined up a shot. My ball was going like perfectly, like just it's going to bounce on the fairway, land on the green. Except, like, as my ball was flying, the ground blow it froze and it bounced like straight over the green. I was like, oh. And it's an intense bounce. It's like, not, <laughs> it's like you, you if it's on the green, you're not going to land on the green, like straight up. Yeah. Because what did I do? One of the follow-up games, I played Luigi and I made sure that I hit that ass thing onto the green like as soon as I could. And then I was busy putting and I watched your balls just bounce off the green. I noticed you guys, let me tell you, all of that. I had a big I had a big grin in my face. It was perfect. It's the most bullshit Although, thing ever. Listen, it, it, hap- it happened to me as well. The, 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 I don't know whose it was, but one time I was putting and like putting's the one uh, look driving and that sort of thing like lining up a shot that you can do it pretty quickly mm. you know you just get your power meter going putting is you know you have to take your time especially if you fly you have to be like well which way is the sloping how much power do i need mm. so you you know you have to line up the shot so I, i'm doing a particularly tricky shot taking my time seeing like where's this thing sloping and then someone's power shot like exploded on the green and my ball went yeeting off oh that was probably <laughs> mine i didn't know it did that I think I was, so I, I was playing as um <laughs> oh man, what's her name? She's the the mayor of New Dong City. Uh, oh shit, I was God, so now good. now I've just got like is all the other names. Huh? Yeah. It's, oh, it's Pauline. Lucina? Sorry. But oh Paul who am I thinking of then? Yeah, You're Pauline. thinking of Rosalina. Rosalina's weird because mm. she doesn't touch her her clubs. She uses her wand, which is I was watching you play as her and it just looked strange. It's weird, yeah. yeah. So it's Pauline, which I think she has the same ability as Mario because I think there's only like four or five abilities in total and then characters share share them. Um, yeah. But hers is like a power drive, so it hits balls out of the way. So I must have just chose to land nearby yours and it just knocked your ball away, which is, I didn't realize it did that. I thought, I, you know, I thought that ability was more for use in speed golf where I could hit other golfers, you know what I mean? Mm. Um it is really fun though because she sings a bit of the song from 
Mario Odyssey oh, really? <laughs> and then hits the wall with her microphone, which I thought was pretty nice. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. The animations and so, yeah. the, the actual look of the game is really good. I think it looks quite nice. Yeah. yeah. It, it's So I think overall, uh, I, you know, runs smoothly, looks great. Only, only when I'm putting sometimes, even playing on a, like I played handheld and on screen, some of the lines, I'm like, it looks like it's just not crisp. It mm. wasn't to me. Like when I was, I had to like, open that overhead map zoom into like oh, okay the lines are flowing this way mm-hmm. or you know how steep is this thing and um, which other than that but the game yeah runs perfectly and even i think south african people would be pleased to know that play at least playing with other people online works like a charm like i don't think i mean i hosted i don't know if you guys had any i had no issues i mean every now and then it would say the little connection thing would be red but i wouldn't um you would notice that in game like yeah, and look, I, I tried a game online with complete randoms, and that that was a it worked, but there so like lining up my shots, my power meets everything that that I had no lag. I think that happens my side, obviously, mm. but the actual animations and stuff, it's like you know when you're lagging, there's just a little bit mm, of mm. judder. You can still play though, like it does work. See, I think that that would become more of a problem when you're playing speed golf, where in speed between golf, show, yeah. shots, it's like you're still playing. Yeah. You have to, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we we need to test it out still. We haven't. Um, I thought that might be a bit too much. Yeah, to no, I'm I'm very glad we played normal golf last night because that alone, like, I was still figuring out certain things, um, and still trying to get comfortable. With like, okay, if I hit the ball slightly less than here, this is likely where it's going to land. So yeah, there is a, I you know I found the same because it's developed by Camelot who did um, uh, tennis, tennis aces. aces. Yeah, and I felt it yeah. was the same there. Like eventually you learn the little, you know, the intricacies of the play, and then you feel comfortable mm. with it. So yeah, oh, is this the first game you invited me? Using like a system level invite. I've uh, never me, seen that. Let me tell you, I've also never seen that. Frank gave me one yesterday as when I was like, I've hang on. never is seen this, that. Is, although, so look, look it, it's amazing. So it works great, right? And it, it's cool because we're both like, wow, I can't believe this. You know, I can't believe Nintendo finally did it. This is a normal feature in. Yeah, this <laughs> is this is like a normal thing that most consoles, like every game supports and launches with. It's been but five years. It, yeah, it, it's still a bit rough around the edges because I was in the game. Frank gave me an invite. I was like, oh, cool. This is awesome. So I go and accept the invite and it restarted my yep, game. Same thing. I was super so confused was like, about that. So I was like, okay, it, look, it doesn't take long to load, but that is weird that yeah. that is the. It's like you, you can't, know, you can't, it doesn't can't just tra- uh, transport you to a lobby. It has to like launch the game with that flag enabled. It's Yeah. It's some real fucking It's weird like, do you want to restart the game? And I'm like, but I'm in the game. Yeah. <laughs> I was also a What's bit like confused by that, and yeah, I. I don't but know. look, but it worked. It, works it got me in your lobby pretty quickly. Cool. Um, mm. But I, I mean, you can also you can search you lobbies can by code. And, yeah. You can search mm. lobbies by your friends, so you don't need to use that feature. Um, but yeah, it was just it was super strange because I was waiting to just like search on friends, and then I got this like system level notification like you've been invited mm-hmm. to a game. I'm like, what? What is this? This is yeah. so cool. It's it's weird, yeah. It works though. Yeah. And that's that's the most important thing. So yeah, I'm 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 look, still early days, but I'm really enjoying the game mm. and I'm keen to I I just like playing play online more. like we did yesterday. We played for an hour, played a few holes, mm. tons of fun. Um 
Mm. And, you know, just like Tennis Ace, I got real deep into Tennis Aces when it came out. Like, mm. I adored that game. Um, and I played a lot online. I I, mm. I don't know. Every now and then, there's a Nintendo multiplayer game that I get really invested into online. Like, ARMS, when it came out, I got deeply yeah. invested um, playing online. Um, same thing with Splatoon and, and Tennis Aces. So, you know, I don't know if Mario Golf will be that again, but I've had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun mm. last night playing with, with you and Keegan, so because it was just yeah. it was just fun, like watching, like you said, watching you guys make dumb shots or make incredible shots. I'm like, shit, that was most good. amazing. <laughs> there was one time I think I can't remember what happened, but Keeg, like I, I, I either blamed a shot or Keegan did something to me that like put me on the back foot. But then I like chipped the ball in. Yeah, I, like, I saw that. I was like, what thank the you, fuck. Thank you. <laughs> I, I used to, Best I, recovery. like every game we played, I started off so poorly and then I reeled you guys in like really slowly. Yeah, you know? you, yeah we pulled away, then you you often just caught up. Yeah, it's good I like figured things out way too late. And then like in the last two holes, you usually did like exceedingly well. I'd be like one shot away <laughs> from you, you'd be on like minus one of par and then you'd end on minus five. And I'd be like, what the hell? How? How? Yeah. <laughs> It's just luck. So some of that stuff is just luck. I mean, I still want to get a hole in one. That is my goal. Once I get a hole in one, then I'll retire I, my switch. Then you retire. Mm. I, I think it's possible. Oh, I mean, yeah. the game, like we said, it's 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 interesting because it's it's very accessible. Mm. Like it's not at all complicated to to understand how to hit a ball. Um, but like you've pointed out, it's just there is that level of depth of okay, if you want to start getting fancy, you can start adding spin and all these other things to you know really get around some obstacles or yeah pin, get that i mean i mean it, it, it depends on the hole as well some holes you the the, mm. the the hole's just too far away but some of them you know you can you can drive straight to the green so i'm sure there's ways you know you'll, you'll definitely get some horn ones yeah can't wait to record that and share it on <laughs> twitter <laughs> <laughs> get all that clout exactly that mario cool. golf clout um Joe, we'll be playing more of that yeah, going forward. Uh, what else have you been busy with this week? So I, interestingly enough, let me just get a little timestamp here. Uh, I don't know if you grabbed it, but Epic had Overcooked 2 free um, about a week or two I ago. I actually don't know if I grabbed it. I may have forgotten. Um, <laughs> look, the game's not expensive. Hundred, I think it's like 150 but you know, free is just a, you know, a good price. A good you price, can't yeah. say no to so Cello pointed it out to us and he said, this would make a, a great, great game. It would be a fun game to stream. Of course, together. Cello pointed it out. He's like the, <laughs> the orchestrator of chaos. So. Of chaos, exactly. Um, so I grabbed it and yeah, we, we streamed it on, we streamed for about three hours, three and a half hours on Tuesday and then two hours on Thursday and we finished it. It's a short campaign. Mm. I mean, we didn't, we didn't three-star every level, but we did relatively well across the whole campaign. And let me tell you, if you've played Overcooked 1, you're not prepared for Overcooked 2 because <laughs> every level... So just, just for those of you who don't know, Overcooked is literally a multiplayer co uh, cooking game where you essentially run a kitchen where the whole goal really is to just put together meals and serve them as quickly as you can. Mm -hmm. See, now that's what it is on paper. But what the game does is throws the wildest scenarios at you or hazards or recipes and all at the same time. Kitchen layouts <laughs> Which makes and it, everything. Yeah, kitchen layouts. Like there's, there's, so the game starts out easy enough where, for example, the first kitchen you do, the tutorial level, it's like, okay, 
we want you to serve salads. So there's only two ingredients, lettuce and tomatoes. You have to garbage salad. Grab wow. the <laughs> yeah, it's it's like really basic veg salads. So for example, if you want to make a salad, you'll someone will have to grab a lettuce and chop it. Someone also have to grab a tomato and chop it. You have to put it on a plate and then serve it. Mm-hmm. Like it's as simple as that. But as the as the levels progress, it becomes a thing of, for example, okay, we're making pizza in this this restaurant. Now we need to get dough. You need to prepare the dough. You need to <clears throat> prepare the cheese. You need to prepare tomato. You need to prepare mushrooms. You need to put them all together. You need to put this into an oven. You need to then take it out of the oven, put it on a plate, serve it. That plate comes back. Someone needs to wash it, you know, to yeah. plate up the next thing. But see, that in itself is a process, right? Like there's a lot to consider because not every order is the same. You know, some pizzas have, um, you know, different toppings to others. And then it becomes a thing of, okay, well, this level's laid out in the way that only two people can grab ingredients and only two people can prepare, for example. So yeah, you'll be, it'll be of, like segmented. So you can't actually like go exactly. across to other parts of the yeah. kitchen. Yeah. And I don't think this was a thing in Overcooked 1, but in Overcooked 2, you can throw ingredients. Yeah, that's a, that's a new So yeah. it becomes a thing of you could be segmented. You know, every person has a corner of the kitchen, but you can't, I can't go do dishes, for example. Like that's someone has a sink on their side. So they'll have to wash the plate, put it on a, on a shared counter for me to grab. Um, or I've got you know, ingredients on the side, I have to pick them up and throw them across a chasm to reach the other chef. And it's just, it just sounds like, like it's, absolute it sounds, chaos. <laughs> it, it's, it, it is absolute chaos, but it is good fun. You know, it, it, every level presents a sort of puzzle in a sense of like, oh my God, how are we going to get around this level? Like, and, and it's funny because every level you start, you just think this is impossible. Mm. Like my immediate thoughts is, I don't know how we're going to do this. And then you do it. Yeah. And you think, shit, I can't believe I did that. And then you panic because you're like, oh my God, the next level is going to be even harder than this. <laughs> and they don't let up until, you know, I think there's six worlds in total with six levels apiece. So 36 levels and they just get progressively harder. I've seen and some harder of the, because I, I, haven't, I haven't finished Overcooked 2. I played a lot of the first one, um, mm. but I've seen some wild, I, I can't, you see, I, I get them muddled in my head, but don't know if it's in one or two, but there's a kitchen eventually like in a volcano where mm. your the the um stoves are actually rotating around you you can't access them so you've got to put something on a stove and make sure that you put it on to a point where by the time it's finished cooking it's right by you to pick uh, up again which is i think that might be in yeah, one we, but yeah there, there's a level in this game where there's a floating platform which someone has to control so okay. imagine Similar. imagine Imagine a square where it's got, for example, top left's got ingredients, top right's got your, your stove, bottom right's got like the sink. So you all have to be on the platform. Someone has to control the platform and fly you guys to each station because you can't run to either one. The platform's your only means to get there. <laughs> so it requires some insane coordination, communi- uh, coordination and communication, you know, to get around that. Cool, cool. That sounds, yeah. sounds great. <laughs> it's... It's this weird thing of the game is like weirdly stressful, but also equally satisfying when you do it. You're like, oh man, that is some good fun. Yeah, but when you're in the thick of it, you're yeah. like, I can't, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> yeah. Good, good party game. And I mean, there's a whole lot of DLC as well. So the, yeah, like tons. I said, the main campaign, main campaign took us like five and a half to six hours. So it's like a, 
cool little party game to keep you and your friends busy for an evening or two. If you want more, there's a ton of DLC with... I don't even want to know what other levels that game has because what I, what I saw with my own two eyes was really bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't imagine what they what they thought up, you know, for additional content. Yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, a it's a cool great that, game, and I, I think um I mean you you streamed with four people. I've never played it with four people. It looks like absolute chaos. Oh man, people. we we need to play. It's yeah. So with two people, I wanted to ask: Are there only two chefs, yeah. or do you have? Okay, so you can't because I know you you can play this game one player. Yeah, like, that I do is, not advise that. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, that is not the way to play this game. Mm. That that sounds like actual. No, with with two people, you only have two chefs, but I think you're. <coughs> your goals for uh, success it's, it's or balanced. Lower, yeah. yeah it's definitely balanced that way um, but Joe with four people it becomes a thing of my you know if you want to run a kitchen effectively you you kind of have to take on roles of like someone should call out the orders mm-hmm. someone should be exclusively on for example like washing dishes and plating stuff or something you know somebody should be responsible for cutting and cooking mm-hmm. um, so you divvy up those roles and then like I've already pointed out, it, it gets a little bit more complex when it's like, oh shit, oh, now we need to consider throwing ingredients across or this bridge to the other side is going to disappear every 15 seconds. Like how do we <laughs> plan around this? Um, sure. So uh, what I wanted to say is that it's, it, I think it is on like just about every platform yeah. now. Yeah, it's everywhere. And there is crossplay online, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think, I think, I think that's that's, true. that's that's why I think that's why. So it's free on Epic. It was to sort of commemorate this big update. Um, that you know, I, I haven't played with random people online, so I can't tell yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how that great is. that would be. Like. Like you said, it's all about Without, communication. So yeah, we we were all in a Discord talking mm, to each other. Mm. So yeah, I don't know how to be with random. No. but it's cool that exists. So like, if you and a friend you have a Switch version, your friends on PC, you guys can just hop into a Discord and play multiplayer with each other. Because yeah, cool. I've mostly played it on um on Xbox and I think it's, on PlayStation, or whatever. But um, because yeah, I've I've I only played Overcooked one on Switch. I've only really played with um <clears throat> with Shiny. So. Mm. yeah she she enjoys it she she enjoys it in small and, doses and you guys are together still, still so yeah, it's good still. that that is the true test of, of a relationship it's a it's a communication uh, simulator <laughs> it's it's really about that it really is. it's a patience and communication simulator yep, that's that's what it's about um but yeah that was i really enjoyed that so would recommend um game not free anymore unfortunately good. but but super cheap would pick up. I think it might be on Game Pass. I'm not sure. Or it used to be. It was. I don't know if it still is. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know be. if it still still is. But it definitely was at a point because I think I think that's how I played it on um on Xbox at the time was through Game yeah. Pass. So yeah, game is good. Oh. Even even the first one, like if if you see them and you haven't played any of them. And then mm. only the first one's like on sale. I would suggest picking that one up Grab as it, well yeah. because also it's really good. It's seriously good. Like you said, the the only difference. Well, okay, I wouldn't say the only difference, but um, the biggest difference is being able to toss your your ingredients. ingredients um, and yeah. also the the complexity of the recipes is different in the second one. I feel like there's mm. there's more complexity in the second one. So yeah, yeah, game's good. Yeah, it's a good. What's plan. your favorite overcooked uh, recipe? 
I think pro- pizzas are probably the simplest to do because you you can literally just throw them all in the same place and then just toss it in the oven, <laughs> which is pretty cool. You don't have to do too too many complicated things. I don't think pizzas are good. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I think I liked in the second one they added sushi, which was pretty. Ah, uh, yeah, you do sushi. Yeah, um, yeah that. That can be a pain, though. <laughs> yeah, can be definitely a pain. You don't have to cook it, at least. Burger, oh, burgers are always yeah, a, a winner. Um, mm. I do, <laughs> yeah, those are, you only have to fry the meat. Yeah, I I do like the subtle variations between some. It's like, and they're very sneaky because the, the recipes are shown to you as a like a, a picture on the top. Like yeah. it just comes through on the top. And sometimes the variations between them will be tiny and you won't notice like it will be like a burger without tomato or something uh, or yeah or like i uh, I, I don't know mm -hmm. i don't know if if this is new to the second one maybe it wasn't in the first one but in the second one it shows you each ingredient so it'll show you the picture then underneath oh no it does that in the first one you're right you're right it does that in the first one like like it'll be like soup and it'll be like three mushrooms or whatever to make the soup or whatever yeah but when when it's chaotic and you're trying to keep track of orders like it's where's my fucking tomato Serve the wrong plate, and then some customers are like, ah, I didn't order this. Yeah, yeah. And then you've then you've also got to keep track of like which orders came in first, which can we surface mm. because you get a bonus if you serve the. You get bigger, bigger tips. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's fun, like it, especially when you're hunting for three stars. It becomes real intense, and it's then fun, you have yeah. to. When you finish um, the second one, you you unlock the ability to get a fourth star. <gasps> Which I don't even want to imagine. That must be like you have to run each kitchen like flawlessly, probably. just flawlessly. Are they are they kitchens with rats in this one still? Uh, no. So in the first one, some kitchens had rats and they would steal your ingredients, and that was a real fucking annoyance. Like Those you'd sons of you'd have something on a cutting board <laughs> or like on whatever, and they would just rub it up there, grab it, and take it away. And you're like, seriously? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, still has a fire extinguisher though. The little boost yeah, button in that game fires. is real fun. Like running around and boost, mm. boost, boost. It's real. It's, it's good until you get pushed off <laughs> a narrow ledge with a, a meal you're about to I'm sure. I'm sure there's. <laughs> it, it, it was like a classic level in the first one, but I'm sure it's in the second one where the kitchen is split between two moving trucks. Um, There were no moving. Were there moving trucks? I. Don't think there were moving oh, trucks man. in this one, I but I mean, there's, there's similar levels. It's like yeah. it's like the kitchen is like connected, and then every now and then the two trucks split. So whatever kitchen you committed to, you just got to be there for the next like minute and make sure that you've yeah. got your shit going. And then, oh, it's crazy! It's real good. It's madness. Yeah, would recommend. That is uh, awesome. Overcooked. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Um. Not really. I've I've got a bunch of games on my plate to play. Like I, I've started playing Chicory for review. Um, Ooh, very excited nice. to play to continue playing that this weekend. We've got code for Scarlet Nexus, so we'll be playing that eventually. Um, but mostly, I mean, the limited time I've had this week has been a busy week. Um, to play, I've spent on Mario Golf last night, and then just chipping away. Uh, at Final Fantasy Remake. Mm. Um, like I was That's... telling you before the show, I got to the part where I fought the Hell House, which was real fun. 
Um, real ridiculous, uh, but real fun. That that whole chapter has been ridiculous. Like, um, what's that town called? Um, um, I've actually gone uh, Wall Market. Yeah, Wall Market and the Honeybee Inn and Honeybee. Oh my god. You have a, a road in front of you, the wild road. It's real fun. You. You, do, do you want to know the thing? Because I remember last year when we were talking about it, you were saying that a lot of these areas feel lived in, like a lot of these. Mm. And I do agree with that. Like you walk past and people are having conversations. Like in Walmart, you walk past a store that is selling sweet materials, which is like a dessert that is meant to look mm. like the materia orbs or whatever, materia. which is kind of cute. Like I like that sort of like, window dressing but i am yeah. slightly disappointed that there's very little to do in these cities at least in the yeah, ones where true, there's though. no side quests it's like you just walking between waypoints and encountering all this really really good world mm. building but you can't actually interact with it in a meaningful way mm. there's like only like one or two merchants in the entire city too so it's not like i can yeah. go and buy interesting things from people like i thought I saw these people eating these materials and I'm like, oh, sweet. Maybe I can buy some and it will give me health. It's like, no, you can't buy any. Like, no. You, yeah, you, you walk into a bar and you can interact with the bartender and all he does is tell you to sit down, but you can't sit down. It's like, it just felt <laughs> weird. Like, it's just... Yeah, there are limitations. Yeah. Like so... Like, yeah, you can have one or the other. Yeah, it's... Like, I understand now in a way how they managed to get a lot of visual fidelity in there because mm. a lot of the times you're not doing much else like you're just observing mm. the sights and sounds um yeah yeah but it's it's still like that is a small critique on a game that i'm thoroughly enjoying like having an absolutely mm. great time um the combat like we said last week is just sublime i think it's really good i still mm. i still feel like i haven't figured it out fully because i'm not using loads of spells constantly i'm using a lot of the same attacks so i feel like Maybe if I play it on hardware, I'm forced to interact with those things more. Then I'll understand it a bit more. But it's still like leaps and bounds ahead of the combat in Final Fantasy 15 or something like that. So Yeah. So do, do you know in hard mode that, I'm, I'm sure you do know this, but maybe forgotten, that apart from having to really understand enemies, uh, you cannot use items in hard mode. Wait, what? You cannot use items in hard you mode. You can't use healing <laughs> items at all? You can't use items in hard mode. Not even outside of battle? <laughs> nope. What? So you, so, That's ridiculous. Yeah, it becomes a, no, see, see I, I thought the same thing, but, but that, that really forces you to become strategic of like, for example, you can cast spells, but what are you going to do? You can't top up your You can't your top MP up your MP. No ether. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Then you can't use mm -hmm. Phoenix Downs? You can't. Mm -hmm. So that means you, you have to be so much more defensive. You have to block mm -hmm. every opportunity you have. No, look, it it, it becomes more of a, like your standard enemies. Look, there there are ways around it. Like the, for example, there's a blessing material which I didn't really use during my normal playthrough because like I've got cure and whatever. But blessing doesn't use mana, so that's like for example your go-to healing. Spell. It's like Aerith's prey ability. Yeah, there are ways around that, but that is like a real restriction that makes you go shit. Mm. Like I need to really think about what am I, what what my loadout is, how am I using these spells? So yeah, just that, keep that's that in the back of your mind if you if you 
we want to play hard mode. It's, it's interesting because I've just unlocked now that I've I've done the Hull House. I've unlocked that arena to go and continue doing like combat challenges, and they, it did say that you're not allowed to use items. So it's like a little taste of what it is. Mm. I I did come across the gym where I saw people squatting, and I do know there's mm-hmm. a squatting mini game because I've seen it, but I can't do it there. Mm-hmm. Is it somewhere else? I can't you. No, no, it's it's at the gym. Maybe you need to talk to a specific person. Oh, maybe I ran around the gym I looking for an interaction, around. but I do want to do the squatting mini game. I like because there, there's there's a squatting mini game and there's a mini game with darts. Tifa. Is it pull ups? No, there, there's you go back there with Tifa as well. There is another mini game and there's a trophy tied to it. So okay, I need to do that. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I really like the darts mini game. If I can wipe the floor mm. with wedge. Got a perfect game. It was great. Wedge, what a good card. You like if you It was so good though, because it's like, we're going on the bombing run. Let's go. And I'm like, nah, darts. But first (laughs) I I, That's the nature of these games though. I really the world's about to end. I really struggled taking Wedge seriously, especially, you know, knowing who the voice actor is. He's um, uh, what's his name? Uh, ba- badger. badger yeah no, no, i was gonna say a, Beaver, a badger, yeah. wow. uh, badger <laughs> from breaking bad and every time he talks that's all i hear and all i see yeah. just like waiting for wedge to ask for like meth or something <laughs> i th- those characters wedge, wedge and biggs they're named after the star wars characters surely i think it is an easter because they're like yeah. in every game as well they were in 15 there was a wedge they, and they biggs. were there weren't six as well. I think not every game, or maybe yeah, they have some other cameo in most of the games, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then, yeah, just in Final Fantasy VII, they were part of um, Avalanche. Biggs seems like such a nice dude. Like, he helped that chari- that, that <clears throat> kid's orphanage. Um, mm-hmm. He's, like, not an idiot. Like, Jesse should be going for him, not for Cloud. God damn it. Jesse. Jesse. So thirsty. Paint a picture. <laughs> My God, yeah. that game's good. I'm I'm excited for you to keep playing. It's really good. Because um, um, let me tell you, there's still they, I just say there's so much stuff ahead of you. I'm like, oh yeah. Please message me when you get to this part or do that thing. <laughs> no, I'm I'm having I'm having a really good time. Um, I really enjoyed those um uh, those three bandits that you fight on the way to War Market, and then they're like uh, the f- I, they're like one of the final I, bosses. They're oh, so stupid. I, yeah, I love. Even even the, the battle theme and that whole yeah. uh, tunnel area, it's so good. Like between running and when you get into a fight, it's so playful and it's just and, you know, and I love like and you yeah. beat them and they're like, Don't move, pretend you're Don't dead. Move. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, but like like we said last week, this game's equal parts serious and just it's like, completely ridiculous, and ridiculous if, at times. If you're gonna take it like you can't take it seriously because then you, you won't like yeah. it. Just embrace that there's just some weird stuff about it and there's a lot of silliness yeah, like like with all the yeah. orphan kids in, in Eric's hometown, there was a lot of silliness attributed with them. Like really mm. I did like that oh, so mini you, game breaking the boxes. That was real fun. That was cool. Yeah. So you've also fought um What's to do with the glasses from the Turks? Oh, it, um, it's Reno and is it Guy? Is is it? No, it's not Guy. Really? But I know who you're talking What's about. His name? But it's yeah, it's Reno's partner. Yeah, I fought them both. Even that boss fight. Yeah, it's so, it's good, so stupid. It's just, but it's like, so you, you broke my glasses. And he just pulls out another <laughs> pair. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, I love it so much. It's, and he just gets a phone yeah. call. It's like, okay, gotta go. It's like, okay. <laughs> 
I I oh recall God, there you? being a like a main character Turk uh, in Crisis Core with long hair. Does he pop up again yes, in Seven? You, it's Sung, yeah. Sung. He's okay. he's around. Cool. Yeah. Um, but the guy's name's Rude. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Love it. What a time. God, some some yeah. of the some of the banter in this game is ridiculous though. Like you you're going into the arena. Uh, with Cloud and Aerith, and some dude from the audience shouts at Aerith, like, are you going to strip on that pole? And I'm like, wow, holy <laughs> shit. Isn't it amazing, though, that throughout the game, there's just constant banter between the characters as mm. well. Like, from, from beginning to end, it just doesn't let up. There's constantly and it's really good between them. It's really yeah. good. The yeah. the payoff of and the they... high-five between Cloud and Aerith, really fun. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> Yeah, if, if you guys are listening, you haven't played this game. Let me tell you, uh, it's, it's it's a great time. time. Like, yeah. and like I, you know, I played little bits and pieces of the original. I have no real reverence for it. I have I have a real reverence for Crisis Core because I think that game is spectacular. Yeah. Um, mm. but like I I don't recall a lot of these events. So, and I'm still like loving it. I think uh, it's a lot of a lot of this is painted in though. Like mm. a lot of the stuff didn't happen in the original. But that but that's so part I mean, of what's great. The- it's like. It's yeah. good for newcomers and, you know, people who have consumed mm. the original tons like you did. Yeah. I mean, I, I know we've said this like four million times in this show because we've spoken about remake a lot because we both really like it. But like this remake represents the first like five to eight hours of the original game. Mm. And they've expanded it. And I mean, when we, when the game was launching and they're like, no, it's a 30, 40 hour game. We're like, yeah, I thought, oh God, that's do? just going to be filler how, and filler. How are they going to stretch this out for 30 to 40 hours? And having played it and now you, you're just about halfway, you can see like, oh, they, some of it is silly, but some of it is just, it makes you love these characters mm. more. Like you get to know them because there's breathing room to get to know. It them gives a lot more better. context um, to a lot of yeah. these characters. And like, when you say that, like you think of the, the original Midgar section being, five to eight hours and you know what happens at the end there it's like wow you Mm. really didn't get to connect with a lot of characters in the way that you thought you did especially given how how important they seem to be you know what i mean Mm. yeah i'm very keen to get good to get the dog red keep chipping away see good talking dog red you just call him a dog i can't he is a dog isn't he (laughs) No, he's like a cat. He's like a. He's like a Cerberus. What? What? What are? What are the dogs that Shinra sends with you with tentacle heads? Are they cats? Are they dogs? No, those those are Cerberus dogs what I mean. or whatever. Those are like Cerberus dogs. Yeah, but but Red is not. Red's a cat. He, Man, he looks like Red, Scar from Red is, Lion King. Yeah, Red. Red is my favorite character from the original. And let me tell you, you only get like a little taste of him in this game. And they, his voice actor, his. He's just perfect. Like I can't wait for the second game. And then you'll be a party member in the second game. Oh, and then you get to fight as him. Mm. It's gonna be so good. Yeah, I think I think that's what I'm most excited for. Is that like the combat between these four characters in this game have been? It's it's really good. And you think? I mean, the DLC you've got Yuffie and there's other dude she's with, but you still got Red. You got Sid. You got all these other characters coming up. Can't wait. I actually forgot about Sid. Yeah. Oh man, it's too much. Too much to look forward to. Should we bounce to game releases then? <clears throat> sure. Can you believe game we are at releases. the end of June? I don't actually think there's there's like three games. <laughs> um, 
We've got to timestamp these three games. Please hold. We're nearly here. We're nearly... We're getting into July just about. Yep. Yep. And July has got some some bangers, you know. Got that Skyward Sword. Oh, is that July? Yeah, oh, God. Yeah. Got that... Uh, the Ascent, which looks really good. Um, oh, where's that other game? There, there's that... Death's Door, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one I'm Oh, for. that's coming out. That's in July, yeah. I cannot wait for that. Very excited for that. So, yeah. Uh, but for now, we're looking at game releases just until the end of June, and there's essentially three of them. Got a game called Ever Forward. Just keep going mm -hmm. forward. It's like Matty's mantra when he plays Mario Golf. I know, just keep going, going forward. forward. Uh, Rico London. PC, PS4, and mm -hmm. PS5. For some reason... Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what that is. Rico sounds like a mafia game. You know, like the, the court thing, Rico. <laughs> um, and Rico London. And then Sky, Children of Light, which I think is out on June 30th, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so that's coming. Yeah, we've, that's coming we've Switch. Yeah, we've touched on that. It was the same, same dude to my journey, mm -hmm. basically. Came out of um, mobile like was two or three years mobile. ago. Yeah. yeah, I think I think Switch. I mean, I hope it comes to more than just Switch as well. That sounds Game's strange, good. Because I think that is. Game's real fun. Yeah. Um, and I think with the actual that. controller, the um, the flight is going to feel amazing. So yeah, mm. um, yeah. So not much in June, but if we bounce over to gaming news, mm. there's also not much. Yeah, I mean <laughs> this is this say. is the real post E three thing now. Now it's just like everyone's kind of like catching their breath and just recouping until you know things really kick off. August, September, where, you know, releases come in thick and fast, so. Um, but there is, there are some nuggets, like this story, where there there are some hot rumors that Dead Space could see a revival. Um, yeah. Which is equal parts exciting and terrifying. I, <laughs> because I'm curious about this. Um, so, yeah, so EA is doing their what would have been their E3 thing, um, they're doing it on July 22nd, um, called mm -hmm. EA Play Live again. Um, and according to two different... So there's actually three different sources on this. So you've got Jeff Grubb uh, of GamesBeat, who says that EA Motive Studio, so Motive did like portions of the Battlefront games. Uh, it used to be led by Jade Raymond, uh, no longer the case. Uh, but apparently they are working on a dormant EA IP. Um, no boy. The Video Games Chronicle and Eurogamer reported hearing the same. And then Gematsu uh, said they had heard the same and that they had heard it was actually a reimagining of Dead Space. So I don't think necessarily a sequel, but maybe yeah, you know yeah. another story within that universe or just a full-on remake um just a reboot yeah, yeah a reboot of sorts so fuck yeah i'm down man i love dead isn't space it, isn't it wild to think that dead space came out like i played that on ps3 like it's it's two generations yep. old now yeah so i'd be very keen to see a, a reimagining with you know shit imagine with what they could do with ray tracing for example yeah. like you walk Walk up to a window and you see something reflected behind you. Like, oh God. The, thing, the things they could do. <laughs> I want it, but I don't want it. The, the lighting and stuff. Because, I mean, those games yeah. were so... They were great because they were so atmospheric. I mean, exactly. everything from the sound to the 
the like empty halls of like spaceships and stuff just perfect so mm. um i love dead space one and two i three is fine you know it's it is what it is um but yeah i, I actually recently started replaying two because after i finished resident evil eight i was itching for a horror experience again oh boy and uh let me tell you that game holds up it's real fucking good still um does it make you cry it's scary but i like it <laughs> what's interesting though yeah, you say you say this now but we know you're crying yourself to sleep and like oh, the necromorphs are just so terrifying <laughs> <laughs> that that combat is still so unique though it's just like mm. i mean if you haven't played a dead space it's it, you know, it's mostly about atmosphere and especially sound. At the time, the sound design was like really miles ahead it's of everything. Unreal, yeah. Uh, but I think the 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 combat is really unique in that you need to dismember your enemies. You're not necessarily mm-hmm. just going for headshots like a Resident Evil. Um, and I think the design of the weapons and the design of the necromorphs, the monsters, is just varied enough that it keeps that idea interesting throughout. It's mm-hmm. really really fun. Um, fun yeah. funnily enough, the original. Uh, game, one of the co-creators, Glenn Schofield, uh, he eventually went on mm-hmm. to make Call of Duty, Advanced Warfare and stuff, but he's now actually working at a studio called Striking Distance, he's leading it, and they are the ones making the Callisto Protocol, which is that very Dead Space looking thing set in the PUBG universe, <laughs> you know, the prison on space, so yeah, I mean, could we get two reimaginings of the Dead Space idea, one from the original My creator? God fucking down i'm I'm there man. fun fun fact i've met glenn schofield same for, i met him for which call of duty was it was it advanced warfare i, which one did he I work met on? him on advanced warfare it was like the first international trip i did for critical hit and i interviewed him um he did advanced warfare and he did world war ii as well I did did you go to a preview event? Yes, I went to I think you went to okay, the I'll, review I'll, event. I went to the review yeah. event, yeah. Okay. So I also met him there, yeah. Did you you went to London, yeah. I assume? London. London. Yes. Oi. <laughs> yeah. I Oi. I, I went to Give me fish and chips. I went to a preview event and interviewed him. He's like he's like this really big man who like yeah. <laughs> you could see like in another life could be like a football player, like really jacked. Yeah, and, it's it's kind of weird because like you know he's not the stereotypical like nerdy looking no, not like, at all. damn this this guy this guy could beat me up like he's he's big and strong and then and then he's like so soft spoken really nice guy like mm, yeah. really one of the one of the coolest developers i've had the pleasure of meeting and then if you follow him on twitter he's a great great twitter follower he tweets out like he's very big into oil paintings and he does a lot of art so mm. in this like little sabbatical from games he was just producing a lot of like paintings and it's like just so cool just seems like a really chill like, guy yeah <laughs> we think he's just doing these cool oil paintings but he's busy painting like callisto project concept art and his family like oh my god yeah can't believe he imagined half yeah that's also it's <laughs> also pretty true <gasps> yeah <laughs> oh, dad are you okay <laughs> So yeah, uh, I'm keen. I'm keen to see. We'll we'll, we'll, look, we'll see this on July twenty we'll, second. We'll know soon enough. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm keen. It would be a nice surprise because you know when you think about all the um, press conferences from E3 that just passed, like Ubisoft had a lot of updates on games we knew about. Very few surprises. Um, yeah, if any, actually, you know. So for EA to come out with a surprise like this, that'd be dope. I'd be keen. You know, it'd be amazing. 
Um, what should we bounce to next? Dude, shall we? Should we just briefly, very briefly, talk about this blue box drama? Because last mm. week when we recorded, I, I think it was sort of that it, it was happening, but it wasn't. Mm. It was just like question marks everywhere, and I think there still are a lot of question marks everywhere. Um, but the long and the short of it is that the gaming world thinks that Kojima is secretly working on a Silent Hill reboot. You know, because he worked on PT. He, he was working on Silent Hill back in the day before him and Konami split up. And they think he's doing it under a persona who just, uh, you know, a pseudonym who just happens to share the same, um, you know, first, what is the word I'm looking for? Same, no, not syllables. This is the word I'm looking for. The, the, the person's got the same, the, the, the first initials. letter of each. Initials. She's like, I just couldn't <laughs> get that word. <laughs> This, this, you know, this developer, okay, pseudonym has the same initials as Hideo Kojima. So naturally the internet is now like, there's a Silent Hill reboot happening mm. and, you know, when is it being revealed? But if, you know, if it turns out that this isn't true, which seems to be the case, it seems that this is just an indie studio who are working on a big PS, I think it's a PS exclusive. Yeah, it's a PlayStation 5 exclusive, I think. Which has just further fueled rumors because people mm. are like, oh wow, like PlayStation have backed this project, like it has to be Silent Hill. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's just this big question mark where these developers are like, no, we're not working Silent Hill. Like, please, you, you, <laughs> we're just a small industry. You know what happened? I think you know. I think this was a bit of uh, a bit of a mistake on both parts. So like this yeah. this indie studio definitely saw the the potential to market this in this way because you know they they put out tweets like oh the, the their game when it was revealed in april was called abandoned and it looked like a first person like horror horror survival game in the vein of like a resident evil the the current resident mm. evil and then they tweeted out saying that the the real name of the game actually isn't abandoned it's a uh, however yeah. many letter titles starts with s and ends with L and everyone's like L. Silent Hill. Yeah. But it could also be so many other things, you know what I mean? But you know, yeah. so they do that in the midst of already like you have folks like Jeff Keeley who's going to re-reveal the game and everyone's like, okay, Jeff Keeley and Hideo Kojima. And then you have like, like the initials. <laughs> and then you know, you have all these, in my mind, really compelling coincidences. But then mm. it snowballed completely out of control. Um, yeah. So to the point where now the studio, you know, the 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 creator, um, uh, what's his name, Hassan Karaman. Um, yeah. He basically put uh, out a video and he's like, "Listen, we are not associated with Konami. We have we're not making Silent Hill. We're not associated with Hideo Kojima. We're just this indie studio trying to you know get this this game out. Um, and we." You know, we we got a chance to do it with Sony, and the more you dig into it, the more you can see that you know the studio's been around for a while. They've had many kickstarters um, on games. They've actually developed some games. Mm. So for it to be an elaborate scheme would have been had to have been planned like years ago. And I just yeah. don't think that that's what it is. It it seems yeah incredibly impossible. Like that this is in any way associated to Kojima and. Especially Konami, like the first red flag should have been like, why the fuck would Kojima work with Konami? 
Konami is still yeah, in Silent Hill. I mean, like that, they, that is like, in Silent Hill. Yeah, that's the biggest. Like this is super not happening. Um, mm. so yeah. Unless it is. <laughs> I don't know. I f- I feel really bad. All those videos of the oh, yeah. of the developer. He just looks tired. I think he yeah, maybe think... had fun and then it just turned to something yeah. he didn't expect. Yeah. It's a wild, wild place, the internet. It is a wild thing. And um, some people still believe I, it. But I I yeah. think you're setting yourself up for disappointments. And in the worst case, you're setting this post studio up for more like online abuse, which sucks. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, if you are interested, though, Jason Trier did a piece on Bloomberg, which like gives a really good overview of mm. all the drama. Um, I mean, that's what I read. So, I, like, I, I ignored all the news last week and then this just caught me up. So I was like, oh, okay, now I understand what's going on here. Um, what else? Uh, I suppose we could bounce back to EA quickly. Uh, they have acquired mobile games developer Playdemic for a cool $1.4 billion. That's a lot of money. Just, That's, um, that is some uh, big move. So this is a mobile developer that makes a game. Yeah, you're just scrolling your golf clash. I mean, it's no Mario Super Rush, but... Uh, <laughs> I guess golf. <laughs> I mean, uh, so does it make- Warner Warner Media is going through this weird thing where they they got repurchased by Discovery or something. I don't know. It's like lots of like corporate shenanigans, and as part of that, they're selling off some of their game studios. Apparently, their core studios, quote unquote, will be fine. But I guess this was one such seller. But for yeah, to pay one point four billion dollars, um for this it must mean that this ip Crazy. especially is just like worth a lot of money um yeah just one of those games that kind of like cash. flies under the radar sort of like roblox which doesn't get a lot of mainstream mm. attention but is like the biggest game in the world by magnitudes um you mm. know, so that's cool that's a lot of money i uh, just that's, that's, i just keep thinking of like sony buying insomniac for like 230 million and then i look at this and i'm like holy shit I mean, and Insomniac have done some pretty incredible things. Yep. So, yep. Um, Sonic turned 30 this year. <laughs> tell me. Tell me about this. As tell I, me about Sonic block so, mode. <laughs> so, yeah, Sonic turned 30 and there's been a whole lot of celebrations, but I think the most unexpected one, nothing I expected at least, was Sonic uh, getting some, well, Minecraft getting some Sonic DLC. And it's not, I thought like, okay, it's just a skin Sonic pack, skins. yeah. Maybe maybe some cool blocks or designs. It's not. It's like a. It looks like a full. Yeah. Oh god, that is so loud. Hang on. Looks like a fully fledged game. Hang on. If if I just pull up the trailer. So sorry, audio listeners, you can't watch. But it looks it's like wild. a full on, three D Sonic mm. with you know. It's a mix of two D and that 3D, first person um, view of like doing a Sonic level looks so chaotic. It it looks yeah. ridiculous. But yeah, like you said, it looks like recreations of like well there's there's laboratory you've got green hill zone as well it's it's mm. a very intense bit of dlc um yeah. got knuckles the echidna I mean, shadow i get i guess they can't give shadow a gun i don't know if they're guns in <laughs> minecraft i don't know it's it's just i would never in my wildest dreams have thought that sonic of all characters would get a minecraft dlc like on this level yeah um but yeah, who's, who's the being pink into hedgehog? Minecraft or I don't know who the pink I have hedgehog. no idea. I, my my Sonic um, 
knowledge is just non-existent <laughs> if i'm being honest i only know sonic and knuckles and tails and that's the extent of my shadow knowledge, really. how dare you oh, how dare you disrespect shadow. the best hedgehog out there who the hell is shadow shadow's the black hedgehog <laughs> with a gun who cares about oh how shadow? dare you oh, he's got God. two guns he'll shoot you <laughs> <laughs> not in the minecraft <laughs> yeah not in the minecraft game that's that's too intense that's too, intense. Uh, that's too rough and raw for for minecraft <laughs> But yeah, that, that that's an intense bit of DLC. It's it looks very. My favorite scary, part of this yeah. DLC though is that the rings are actually just. Square. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah uh, I I mean I mean Sonic's hair. I mean you can see from that screenshot there. Look how like extended out his hair is. It looks so yeah, weird. They had to get the spark in us somewhere. Oh, <laughs> uh, I I appreciate like how they've recreated it because it looks like it looks as good as I thought a Sonic would in Minecraft, but it still looks in bizarre. Minecraft, yeah. It still looks so weird. Yeah. Um, um that's cool. Yeah. We touched on Insomniac earlier. Mm. Uh they are hiring for a new multiplayer project. Yes, check this guy who wrote this so, article. Damn. Whoa! <laughs> I hate this Alessandro guy. <laughs> uh, well, seeing as you wrote it, you can tell us. Um, so yeah, it was just kind of like here. a weird thing. Uh, Insomniac put out a tweet saying that they're hiring, um, and the five job openings are all very senior ones. Uh, you've got like creative director, story lead, art director, um, but explicitly in the tweet they say, um, "Let's see, Insomniac is hiring. We have five new job openings for a multiplayer project interesting mm -hmm. and the systems designer job is specifically for multiplayer so multiplayer yeah i don't know if that means they're making a multiplayer component for like an existing ip um attaching it to a single player project they have ongoing is it a brand new ip you know insomniac has done multiplayer in the past they you know they did resistance on playstation 3 which had multiplayer uh they did fuse which was not that good but it was still multiplayer um, Sunset Overdrive had some competitive um, co-op element to it as well so you know there's ways to put it in but it's just it's interesting to see because their modern history is all single player games you know it's all single player Spider-Man yeah. Ratchet and, it's and been Clank really yeah. good so I mean multiplayer Spider-Man <laughs> to the Spider-Verse multiplayer Spider-Man I mean we've got Miles Morales and Peter Parker I play that we're playing a co-op Spider-Man game next. You heard it here first. Take it, take it to the bank. I, or, the thing I'd be keen or on. A future. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are you keen on? A multiplayer ratchet? And no, so, <laughs> Sunset Overdrive. I think a sequel to Sunset oh, Overdrive. Multiplayer, multiplayer, yeah. yeah. Funnily enough, the older Ratchet cool. and Clanks had multiplayer. I distinctly oh. remember playing PS2 ones uh, where it would be like a map and you would play as a Ratchet and Clank. Um, and it was kind of cool. It was like um, Conquest in Battlefield where there were five points in the map with a little bolt that you had to screw down. And you had to like, oh, yeah. you could you could get into like ships and fly there and screw, uh, like take it over. And when you take it over, then you get defenses of that base that pop up. Um, so it's okay. like, it was actually really fun. I, I remember playing a bunch of it. Um, I'm not saying that they're going to do that now. I I don't think that was a big thing back then. <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> but yeah, Russian Clank had multiplayer once upon a time. It was, it was cool. That's cool. So they they hiring. Mm. They always seem to be working uh, on something and they seem to have multiple stuff, teams. Yeah. So 
I think just because they put out Ratchet and Clank doesn't mean they're like only starting something now. Although this project, if they're still hiring a creative director, this is still a while away. That's I think, still early yeah. days. But I mean, if you think that they had Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Rift Apart, like in the space of what, like six months? Four years? Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If overall, yeah, yeah, like four. I mean, four years. Yeah, which is crazy. Three to four years. Which and is, then just before that, I mean, they had are, the Ratchet and Clank remake. So yes, in 2016. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's four games in the space of five yeah, years. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty just, mental. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, WitcherCon trailer promises Witcher Two season mm. surprises. So this is more more TV, but hey, which is again, you know, it we could love be, the Witcher. I mean, some developers from CJ Project Red were saying there are going to be some surprises there, which you know could be tied to maybe the next gen patches of the Witcher, which are apparently coming. S- this year still so maybe it will be like mm-hmm. a tease of that um or just the witcher 4 you know <laughs> if you the witcher prequel the Surrey prequel you never knew you, you I'd wanted play that i definitely would play mm-hmm. that uh but yeah WitcherCon is like a collaboration between seed project red and netflix it's happening on july 9th i think um and i'm pretty sure that's where we're gonna get like a proper trailer for the second season of the show and probably a release date which you know, we're coming up on two years since the first season, so I'm itching to, to mm. see this. Um, and it was good. I enjoyed the first season. I did season. too. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Uh, so, yeah. It's a good time. And last piece of news. Golden Eye 007 recreation in Far Cry 5 removed following copyright takedown. Mm. Where, oh, wow. Also written by this bozo. <laughs> did a lot of work this weekend. <laughs> Um, wow. yeah, so I, I didn't really follow this up, up until this point, but, um, there's a YouTuber by the name of Crollywood who apparently has been working for like two or three years on recreating, like faithfully recreating the whole of the N64's GoldenEye, just using the Far Cry 5 level editor. And he recently like finished and, you know, it's, it's a game within a game. So it's distributed to whoever's got Far Cry 5. But apparently MGM, the owners of the James Bond, you know, trademark, contacted Ubisoft mm. and got it taken down, um, which kind of sucks uh, because he's not using assets from the original. He's not stealing anything. I guess they just have an issue with it being called GoldenEye, considering there's a copyright, you know, trademark. On yeah. That. So, you know, he could definitely change the name of this and put it out and probably be fine <laughs> so schmolden r double o schmevin exactly i mean can't come Yo, after that what are they gonna do i just find that it's so cool like he he recreated like the level design the sort of like enemy placements and stuff and he's still using obviously the far cry 5 mechanics um mm. but yeah i mean that's that's pretty cool for a game that you know people have been hoping and praying for a sort of re-release or remaster of this but mm. i think I think it was Phil Spencer in 2015 who said they've looked at it multiple times, but the it's just the rights of all this thing is I'm such sure a fucking mess. It's yeah, so much paperwork. And yeah, just, I think I think he yeah, actually said they've tried perfect. multiple times and they've just given up because it's just a, a nightmare to try and get it right. So yeah, it's it's kind of weird though because think about the fact that GoldenEye exists in the first place. Like that was a greenlit game back then. Um, like and in a way defined like not, first person shooters as we know them yeah. yeah that I mean and sorry on a Nintendo platform yeah yeah. <laughs> Nintendo Nintendo is not known to be with a with the weirdest platform. controller as well where the stick was exactly, in the middle yeah. yeah 
I mean, that like, do, does MGM not like money? Well, I mean, who wait? They, well, they purchase Amazon, Amazon. Yeah, does Amazon not like money. I'm sure Jeff Bezos <laughs> does. Very sure oh my he does. God. This is like pe- people have been clamoring for this. Unless maybe in some weird way, this is them, you know, take it down because we're making our mm. own <laughs> or something. Well, I mean, Never uh, uh, IO Interactive, the makers of Hitman, are working on an original James They're Bond game. They're making on a. Yeah. Actually, very yeah. keen to see what they do with that because I think that could be really good. It'd be really yeah. cool. Um, that's it. But yeah, that is all the gaming news for this week. So that Shall means we? we are transitioning into questions. If you want to send us a question, you can email us checkpointchatpodcast at gmail.com. You can also message us on all of our social platforms at Checkpoint Chat on Facebook, Twitter. Um, what are the other social platforms? Instagram, all the places. TikTok, got to remember TikTok and TikToks. Got to yeah, got to keep that in. Let me just check. So when I last checked, there was nothing on Instagram, nothing on Twitter, nothing on Facebook. But we did have two questions on email from faithful listener Malesh. Malesh from asks, down under. Oi. So he his first email is just called 10,000. Okay. He says, hey guys, Gauteng COVID stats are scary as fuck. Mm-hmm. 10,000 cases a day. Hoping that you and your Gauteng listeners are keeping safe. How are you guys coping? I think it's actually days? more than that. I, if I'm not mistaken, it reached uh, 13. Yesterday was, uh, no, no, yesterday, oh, not, not in Gauteng, but yesterday in South Africa was 18,000, I think. So we are fast approaching, um, you know, the peak of what we had in wave two. And I think we're gonna rocket. Oh yeah, it, I mean, I mean, if say. you if you look at the graphs superimposed on each other, this wave three is <sighs> way it's, steeper. It's yeah, way 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 steeper. It's um, um, it's a mystery. Well, okay, it's not a mystery because I'm sure it's economically, <laughs> um, you know, there's economic considerations, but we should be in a hard lockdown. Mm. Yeah, it's it's bad. Like if we were in hard lockdowns for half of this last year, we should be in a hard lockdown because especially in Kauteng, it's fucking bad. Like yeah. everyone, I mean, far more people I know getting infected. Um, you know, people people dying, the death rate, and the hospitals are back to like full capacity. So mm. it's bad. It's really really bad, and I feel like because we aren't being forced to lock down. I mean, you go to a restaurant, it's still full. Like people have no real common sense. Facts. So no, it's it's kind of wild to see that the like the numbers are high and, and people are just like I get some restaurants are safe. Like some restaurants you can sit outside, for example, and you you know there's safe distances, whatever. But some restaurants just mm. aren't. <laughs> I just like I, I really get yeah. irritated by this because like. Unless the government forces us to do things, we like the general public doesn't just, do it. Yeah. And then when the government does force us, we're like, how dare you? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. if all of us had common sense, we wouldn't have to shut down restaurants. We wouldn't have to shut down sales of alcohol, nothing like that. Like it would just be fine and everyone would be considerate to one another. But that's just like, I mean, that's and not, not a South that, like, Af- if, African thing. That's a global thing. That's so. a global thing. Yeah, my my biggest frustration is that like if, people were cautious like globally mm. um you know we could have shut this thing down ages ago long yep. ago but i don't know it's it's just wild to think now i think the so how malicious how we're coping like to be perfectly honest it's the i've i've 
been okay purely because like I have no issue chilling at home and mm. you know mm. doing things remotely because I think inherently I am somewhat of an introvert like I do like being in my own space um, but I think there are there are days where it just feels like when does this shit end yeah. like when when will it stop because even now it's like cool you've got vaccines in the horizon uh, the numbers were low for a long time but you know we're going to get vaccinated and we're going to we're going to go back to normal or you know whatever normality looks like in a year or two but then there's you know we starting to see in the news this week this delta variant which we mentioned at the top of the show making its rounds in places that have been vaccinated and it's like way more contagious to the point where people are getting it within seconds yeah. and it's like okay and and that's the one that's the <laughs> that's, one that's busy ravaging like australia now um and the yeah. uk so, so it's it's yeah. inevitably going to reach us at some point and i just don't know how not even South Africa, I just don't know how like globally we'll deal with this because if if COVID itself is bad enough, like it hits America hard, it hit a lot of places hard. And that was the thing of, you know, you have to be with someone for like 15 plus minutes before transmits, like just for argument's sake. If this thing's transmitting within seconds mm-hmm. and there really is mm-hmm. this element of ignorance and no mask wearing, I'm like, well, maybe humanity is going to be wiped out yeah i don't think it's that severe but there's just yeah i don't know like when when does it end now but but that's the thing it's like everyone everyone thought the vaccines were the end goal and it's like not like the thing that and i understand why people don't understand this because it's poorly communicated but like when you get the vaccine you can still get sick um yes you just won't die again this (laughs) is this is what we told but these variants are, are like they are still people who have been vaccinated and these variants are that, still putting yeah. them in life-threatening situations. So for sure. Yeah. And and on top of it, you don't know the um I mean, there's all these all these studies coming out, uh, you know, predicting long-term effects of this thing. But the fact is we can't know for sure the long-term effects of being infected by this until 10 years from now. You know, so yeah. even if you're not in a life-threatening situation now, what it could do to your body, you know, in the future is unknown. And that's scary enough to be like, even if I've got the vaccine, will I wear a mask? Fuck yes, of course I will. Because mm. I don't want to get this period. The vaccine is just there that if I do get it, I might not die, which is great. It's yeah. not a silver bullet. I mean, and yeah. mask, mask wearing is a thing we are not going to see disappear. Mm-mm. Um, and that's fine. Like, I think I think that's totally yeah. fine. Um, I haven't been sick with the flu in a year. That's fucking awesome. You know, that's great. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I I get it. It's it it's stressful on the mind. It really is, and it and mm. it can bring you down for sure. I think, especially in the case of you and Lenska, because you've been even more cautious than I've been. You know, considering mm. that you're living with um with her parents who are at risk you know shani and i mm. luckily don't have that have that component in our life and you know it, it adds stress so but at the end of the yeah. day it is what it is and you know you've got to think do you want to risk it and then potentially like lose a loved one like that's that's the equation mm. you've got to be doing in your head so yeah yeah it just it's a weird thing of like I know it sucks to be stuck at home, but it's a thing of just take it easy. Like, take it easy for a few months. Mm. Or 
we could just be a perpetual shit for for many years many 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 years yep. you know like maybe it won't go away like it's a scary thing to think that oh there's a delta variant now that's not the last variant we'll see um like we'll scramble now learn to deal with it oh shit there's something else i, I like, mean this I is why know, scientists are already saying we will likely have to have annual vaccines like sort of mm. like your flu your flu shot eventually it will get to that point mm. where you're having your annual booster um but it's going to take a while to get to the point where you know where we are with flu where we get you know to that point with covid if ever we don't know yeah. um so yeah who knows all you got to do job. is you know so, you stay safe in your own capacity you don't depend on other people um mm. and you do what what is right for you um yeah for i think sure. other people who are telling you you don't need a mask or you don't need a vaccine can fuck right off they can choose their own path for that sort of thing and uh you know take the consequences associated with that yeah i think i think my biggest frustration with this whole thing has been like i i've i've reined myself in in the sense of like in the past be like oh my god i can't believe a person's done this like gone out to a restaurant without a mask like my mom was one of those people i was like jesus like <laughs> could you stop going out every weekend but I've reached a point where I'm like, you know what, it's your choice. If you want to do that, cool. But what frustrates me is when it's the other way around of like, I've had people like friends and family make comments of like, oh, like I can't believe you taking it so seriously. But like, I'm not giving them shit. Mm. So mm. I don't know why it just works the other way around. Yeah, but that, that's exactly but anyway. what I mean. It's like someone invites you over. You're like, sorry, I, you know, I don't really want to come over because I don't feel safe or like, yeah, you're not really respecting the rules, so I don't feel safe. Like, those are part of the consequences. Yeah. And yeah, that's going to create friction. I feel really bad, like, when you were telling me about the friction created within your family. That, like, I feel very fortunate that, I mean, my family's much smaller, but, uh, you know, everyone seems to be on the same page about that. Because I can understand mm. that it causes a lot, of, a lot of headaches. And that adds to the stress of the whole situation. So, yeah, yeah that's crap. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah. hope you are keeping safe, Milesh, in Australia, because that Delta variant seems Crikey. fucking crazy. So, yeah, yeah, please, please keep safe. Stay safe. But he has a follow-up question. He says, how many COVID tests have you done? Or have you been lucky enough to avoid the dreaded brain tickle? I uh, had my second one yesterday, and fucking hell, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my kids have had it worse five and eight times respectively. Whoa. Because GPs don't see you until you've had a test first and then manage to catch every bug that went around this year. Whoa. Hectic. That's so a, and I think for kids was, that must fucking that, suck. Man. Oh. Yeah, like how do you explain yeah, that? Yeah, no, that oh my God. Uh, I feel really bad. Damn. So I caught a cold or something in Cape Town where I was just very congested. I was coughing and, you know, it reached a point of like, well, let me just go get a test mm -hmm. because, you know, you never know. So I've had one test and let me tell you, those three seconds were awful. <laughs> but it's just a really unpleasant feeling. But it made it made me laugh thinking like, if I pulled that face <laughs> when I had that thing shoved up, you know, tickling my brain, I'd love to see a photographer do like a photo series of just people's reactions because it's, it's really I'm unpleasant. sure it's a constant you, source like, of amusement for you, the nurses. I, I'm sure, but you can't help it because you just like of clench course. your eyes and you're like, oh. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's like a sneeze being forced right up back your nose. Like, Oh, no, it's worse. It, it, they're like, they, they stick, it's almost like a giant ear. Uh, they stick it up your nose. You're like, 
like okay that's far enough like surely they're fine they just keep going mm. like okay now you, you need to stop now and they just keep mm. going and then they reach like an end and they just like jiggle it and they pull it oh, off no, uh-uh. <laughs> i i hate things up my nose i mean my mm. my thing if i ever get admitted to a hospital is like when they put the oxygen tubes in your nose like oh. no don't want that so i've thankfully avoided uh needing a test mm. uh shani got one and she equally hated it um but yeah. yeah it does not sound like a fun time it sounds absolutely horrendous that should be enough to put you off exactly COVID. like i, I remember Don't when it first out. started everyone's <laughs> like have you seen what a covid test looks like do you want that shit like no i no feel thanks. i feel really bad uh, for the um i mean i watch a lot of formula one and they are like essentially a traveling circus they travel as like a bubble oh my god and they get tested every three days um oh shit yeah Surely by that point you get used to it. I don't think you ever get used to that. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, yeah. What's insane is that even though they travel so strictly and stringently, there's still infections every now and then. But they, you know, I think uh, Formula One as a sport is one of the, the shining examples of how you can continue having a sport while being very careful about it. It's like as soon as there's an infection, that person has to leave the team for like two weeks. Uh, like I said, they get tested it's, every three days. There's no contact. Um, it's crazy. I mean, I just yeah, compare that's, them. That's their bubble. I compare them. Like I watch when they're interviewing people, they still respect social distancing. They always mask, whatever. I compare that to watching football. Where it's like 22 people uh, running on the pitch and giving each other hugs. I'm like, you motherfuckers, this is exactly why we will be <laughs> locked down again. Like, I mean... Not only that, like, so Euro is happening at the moment. Portugal's playing. Today. Oh, God, oh. you're a big. Game. By the time you listen to this on Monday, Portugal will have, will have beaten Belgium. Thank God. Fuck. Can't believe it. I hope so. Ronaldo scored a hat trick. I can't believe. Best performance he's ever done. Cool. But, like, I know people have been vaccinated, but those stadiums have been full, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is just. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's, it's such a, a weird thing same, to the, me. The Grand Prix in, in Britain is going to be the first full capacity one back. And they're like, okay, you have to have had a COVID test and you had to have had the vaccine. I'm like, that's still leaving, like, I don't know. I'm not, I get why they want to come back to that, but like, that still doesn't seem like enough to make sure that no one's going to spread something. It just takes one person. Yeah. Especially with this Delta variant, I mean, it literally just takes I, one person. I think, I think back to being in the office last year when you know, actually, the, my my earliest real memory of COVID is like, oh, there's this virus in China, like it's causing some havoc there. Sure. Then I actually had a cousin, you know, working in China, come home in January, like, oh damn, like how's COVID outside? You're hectic, whatever. Then come, I think it was February, March. I'll never forget being in the office where. There was this news thing of like, oh shit, like COVID's made its way to South Africa, eight people on a flight. And it's like, look at us now. It was only eight people. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason it reached global yep. levels. It's so easy it's to so, do. I mean, and it was <clears throat> I mean, a lot of us didn't take take it seriously at first because it was this like, oh, you know, it's this disease from China. It's sort of like we've been here before, like bird flu and uh, mm. H1Z1 and, and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I heard from my, um, my friend Greg, who was in a city not so too far from where it all started. And he was like confined to his apartment for like three months. 
and getting only food mm. parcels delivered to his door in a box. Like that's fucked up, man. Yeah. Like Yeah, hectic. you we bitch him on about our, our lockdowns, but that is the extreme version of what we could get to. Um so yeah. Yeah, but sorry to say they like I, I think they I saw photos of Ryan Near, for example, that they like living normal again. Yep. As far as I understand. Yep. So it's very like extreme, but Worked. Shit, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that is your update That's on your, COVID, your 10 minute COVID and our, our thoughts on it. You know, just because yeah. you haven't been hearing about it every waking second of wake of every waking day. So, you know, yeah. But um, that's it. That's it. Uh, we hope everyone's keeping safe. Um, and if you want to send us questions about how you're keeping safe, uh, you can email us checkpointchatpodcast@gmail.com. You can also mm -hmm. message us on all the social platforms at Checkpoint Chat on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, um, TikTok. Message us whenever. Don't have to wait for that that questions post to come in. So yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I remember last week Milesh had hashtag TMGTLT. Oh yeah. We were like, what what does it mean? He did actually leave a comment on our YouTube, um, our last YouTube video saying it means too many games, too little time. I like that. It's a, I do like it's a that. laugh matter right yeah, there. That, that is, <laughs> yeah, it's literally, literally my life and likely never change. So, Good Lord. You wouldn't have it any other of way. Course, so. Of course. Of uh, course. That's been episode yeah. 149 of Checkpoint Chat. We're hitting that 150. Holy shit. Sure. Can Next you week. believe? Let me tell you, we've got nothing. <laughs> I will buy a cupcake and eat it. Life is dream busy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put a little candle on it. I'll put 150 can't, can't candles know. on my cupcake. Wow. And then put it in my mouth without blowing them out. Those are going to have to be the world's smallest candles. Or the world's, or the world's biggest, biggest cupcake. cupcake. Yeah. Might yeah. as well just be a cake. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Y'all will be back next, next week. week with episode 150 thank you so much for listening hope you have a fantastic mm -hmm. week and we'll see you and stay safe stay safe and we'll see you soon bye goodbye